Hey everyone, I am the Chosen One Legend here, as always joined by my co-host. Hi, I'm Kai, also known as Fasca Ryan. And welcome back to the Bunch of Jokers podcast, where we talk through some gaming highlights of the past month, the news and what we've been playing. Not a lot of news this month, but I suppose <laughs> coming off of February, that's only fair. In fact, we actually only had one story until literally the day before recording this, so uh, thank God for Tuesdays, I suppose. But let's, yeah, uh... it's, it's definitely been a little bit of a dry spell, but uh, you know what, we're it working has. through it. We've got so much to look forward to still that this is just one of those in-between months between the reveals already happening and the game coming out, so there's nothing wrong with that. In the year as packed as this, I appreciate these breaks and these little moments. Yeah. And uh, that's something that's going to be very relevant with one of our stories later, but let's just um, get started with our first segment. Before we do, I shall remind you that there are timestamps in the description below. So if you want to hop about between the different sections, you can. But we're going to crack on with Can't Have a Podcast Without News Baby. But we go through some of the news highlights, the few that there were this month. Mm-hmm. And straight off the bat, something that really could be considered something small, but for many people, this is like the biggest news this century. And that is that Nintendo Switch has folders now. <gasps> it finally happened after five <laughs> bloody years. <laughs> It's crazy, oh. isn't it, that it, it took this yeah. long. <laughs> and it was just after our Switch retrospective where we were talking about things like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird timing. Literally the day after we, that video went up. And funny enough, we barely went into folders in that video. We sort of glossed yeah. over it. But it's here. It's like I've seen this meme comparing it to... It's a thing from Die of a Wimpy Kid where he says, like, how to start, if you set your parents such low expectations, they're pleased the moment you do something small. It's like that with Nintendo right now, that people had such yeah. low expectations. We're getting a semi-decent folders implementation. Could be better, it's fine. And people are freaking out because, my god, it's been five years. Yeah, as they should. This is crazy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's is good. A, yeah, it's good. Is this something you're going to make much use of or have done so far? Uh, yeah, I already have. Um, you know, I've got all of the multiplayer games for the streams I've got in one folder. Of course, we've both mentioned we put our trying games into the folders. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it, it's really nothing, like, too special. <laughs> but it is something that is nice and, quite frankly, should have been there since the first year. But, yeah, I mean, sure, we've got it now. Happy days. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not, like, a huge deal for me because, ultimately... Most of my games are physical, and folders don't really have any use uh, for physical games, because they show up when you put the cartridge in. So yeah. I've made a few, i made like a collection of my Trine games and my two Ace Attorney games. It, it's nice, it's not a huge deal, but what this means for me is that they are still willing to do decent software updates, even this long into the Switch's lifespan, which means we could get more profile images, we could get themes. It shows there's hope, and it's never too mm-hmm. late, I suppose is the real takeaway from this. <laughs> yeah, there's... Hopefully hopefully this is a good sign for things to come. Hopefully we'll start getting other features that we mentioned in our last video. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we also got, like, it's, this is a minor thing, we got an update to the Nintendo Switch Online app this month, where you can now, like, see what your friends are doing online. So they're, mm-hmm. they're taking baby steps, I suppose. It's a start. Let's just hope that it's it keeps going. <laughs> Hopefully so. Maybe for whenever we get a Switch Pro that might launch with themes, you never know. Oh, that would be nice. But, 
to switch things off, uh, ha, pun intended, well not intended, but anyway I'll take it, to switch things off from Nintendo, we're going to go over to some PlayStation news, because PlayStation Plus has just got an upgrade essentially with some new tiers. The first tier is normal PlayStation Plus as you know it, the second tier is essentially just moulded PlayStation Now into PlayStation Plus, and then the third tier, which for this one I believe the pricing is something like £50 a year, £80 a year, and the final one's 100 a year, and that includes classic games as well from the PlayStation 1, 2, and 3. Interesting. Do you, do you have any interest in this, Kai? What are your thoughts on this new PlayStation Plus? Uh, I'm really not sure what to make of it. I mean, on the plus side, uh, more options for this, like, you know, varying prices and, and offers and whatever, is almost always a good thing. So, you know, that's a plus. Uh, outside of that, yeah, I mean, it's cool, I guess. It is, in fact, a plus, Kai. That is correct. <laughs> that a was PlayStation Plus, some might say. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's kind of nice to see they're taking sort of, you know, a few notes from Xbox with, like, the Game Pass system in a, in a some level, a few notes from Nintendo with, like, the retro games being part of the online system, but expanding upon it. And the, the best comparison I've seen is that if you were to buy, I think, PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now together at the moment, that costs you £100 a year. This costs you £100 a year, but it's got some more features that both of those two didn't. So mm -hmm. it's objectively a better thing if you're into that kind of thing. I personally, I feel like I've already got so much games in my backlog without adding a load of PlayStation 1, 2 and 3 games that I'm never going to play. I feel like I'd probably yeah. just be wasting the extra £50 a month, or maybe a bit less if you can get it on sale, or maybe i consider it then, but it's, it's not the kind of thing I'd really get time to, and I think we need to see the catalogue. But it's not a bad thing that they've done, and I'm glad to see that it's at least a little bit cheaper in the long term, I suppose. Yeah, definitely don't plan on utilising it myself, but uh, it's nice that it's there, I guess. I have seen mentioned though that if they get some, if they get like Xeno Gears or, and Xeno Saga or something on this, because they were be PlayStation releases, yeah, I would probably pay out for a year for that. <laughs> I would probably suck up the fifty quid, <laughs> and that's really what it comes to. Is there is there going to be enough stuff on it that's worth paying that amount of money for? Depends yeah, on your person, true. but it's interesting. Next stop, Nintendo, give us give us like Wii and DS games and stuff on your online. <laughs> That's never going to happen. <laughs> it took us like a year, four years, five years really to get Nintendo 64 online, so I'm not optimistic. But mm, True, agreed. <laughs> it's something. But back to Nintendo here, and let's, uh, let's dial things down a bit for some... A little bit of a downer news, I suppose. Not too surprising, though. Breath of the Wild 2 has been delayed out of 2022 to Spring 2023. Whatever that yeah. means. Uh, people are theorising it could be March, like the original, maybe April. You never know, but I think we were all expecting this might happen, right? Yeah. Um, and the, the number one emotion I felt when I saw the news was relief. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's... Uh, some people, you know, again, got the backlogs and everything, and especially Xenoblade coming out um, in September as well. It was like a bit of a concern that these two huge games are going to be released around the same time. But uh, now that Breath of the Wild 2 has been delayed, yeah, that's actually quite nice. <laughs> that's very nice. 
And not not too I'm... unexpected either, because they have been having delays already, so, you know. Yeah, I, I am with you there, because if it was going to be one of Nintendo's big winter games, and we've already got Pokemon at the end of the year for a start, mm-hmm. um, but it would have probably released about November time, which is only two months after Xenoblade. That's enough time to probably beat it, but I'm a slow gamer. It would definitely make it close for me. And I, I enjoy having yeah. this, even even with that being the case, I enjoy having a buffer between two huge games to try out some smaller stuff. Or who, I mean, We don't even know what's going to be announced for the rest of the year yet. We definitely don't know the full year schedule from Nintendo, never mind what Sony have planned as well. So, mm-hmm. always happy for a breather. Make this game the best that it can be, because there's no, at this point, it's been... I think it's been the longest gap between any 3D Zelda game. Even Skyward Sword yeah, and Breath of the I've Wild was... saying that. Yeah, Breath of the Wild and Skyward Sword was like five years and a few months. This will be about six years by the time it releases. But if it's going to be a fantastic game, all good with me. Yeah, I mean, the the size of the Breath of the Wild and, and what Breath of the Wild 2 is presumably going to be, uh, you know, if you compare that to the older games, you sort of do see... There's a reason why they take longer to be released. Um, yeah. So, you know, I get it. It's fair. It does give me some hope, at least, well, in that how good this game might be, because when you think about it that way, I mean, this is a sequel using a previous game's engine, and it's still taking this long to develop. There must be some damn good stuff in there, you've got to think. I mean... You'd hope so. Of course there yeah. were delays and whatnot, and, but even... So, COVID has like, happened, of course, but... Yeah, there's there's got to be something... Maybe that we don't know about, or I don't know, there's got to be something to it that, like, has made it take this long. Uh, I'm not sure what, you know, of course we already know about the whole, the sky section of the world, and the the mainland is going to be adjusted, but surely that takes way less time, especially, like you say, with the same engine. Yeah, you think so. So But that does make me wonder if there's, like, some big new, like, flying system that they've spent a lot of time developing, or... There's a whole underground thing and there's new mechanics. Or it could just be a simple sequel to Breath of the Wild that's really damn good. You never know, but um, it gives yeah, me... I'm not sure. It makes me excited. <laughs> yeah. It, the only thing I can guess is that maybe they... I mean, we saw some crazy abilities in the trailer, like like that one with the turning back time or something. Something to do with, like, yeah. you know, that crazy mechanic. I wouldn't be surprised if it was taking them forever to try and, like, debug that <laughs> like it, it was an absolute pain to make actually function because it looks like a pain to make work so that's a good point. maybe that's it and you know sure. i'm not sure i think this but i will bring it up because famously you know breath of the wild one was delayed several times and it ended up being pushed to launch with the switch rather than the wii u i mean it came out on both do you think this could be being pushed to launch with a Switch Pro, I dare to invoke its name again in this video. But <laughs> I was do you think there's a possibility? Too, yeah. Very, very possible. I don't, I, I don't think it's likely, but it's it's extremely possible. Like not out of the realm. I'd give yeah. it maybe a one in three shot of that being the case. At a guess. Uh, I, so you know, it's something to consider at the very least. It definitely makes it seem more likely because I I would have said before that if we're getting a Switch Pro, it wouldn't be this year; it would be next year, maybe the end of next year. But if it lines up, you know, that would be the perfect thing to sell a new system with Breath of the Wild Two, something yeah. that's going to really take advantage of more power or a bigger, better screen or whatever you call it. So it's possible. Yeah. 
Plus, I mean, like, you know, the Switch is entering, what, it's going to be entering year six at that point? Yeah, like, it's I've a long life cycle. I've one for, like, console upgrades. I, I mean, it's not something I particularly am interested in. But, like, you know, the sixth year of the console, you maybe expect to see something happening at that point, you know? Especially yes. with Breath of the Wild 2, it's the perfect game to kick that off. It's getting on a bit, and just playing today, I did notice my Switch fan making some loud noises. Only, like, for a little bit, <laughs> so it might have just been a one-off thing, but that gave me a bit of mild concern, like, if they want to bring out a new one soon, I could probably use the upgrade. This thing's getting on in years. Mm. But, uh, we'll see. I think the final thing to talk about is we actually saw a bit of new footage in what they sh in the announcement video for the delay. A small image mm -hmm. of Link where we see both a new sort of sign, like a Monado symbol on his hand, yeah. and the Master Sword, seemingly corrupted by potentially the same thing that's corrupting his arm, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Do you have any fears what this could mean? I mean, it's anyone's guess at this point, but it's interesting. Yeah, I've, I've tried thinking about it, but honestly, I have very little idea. Um, it's... I, I mean, my guess would be that, you know, there's the law to do with his arm getting... Maybe the sword breaks and his arm's been eaten by that special power that we saw in the first mm. demo that there's like tons of speculation videos on. And then, yeah, maybe it literally is like a Monado-esque thing where that is, I mean, by the looks of it from the trailer as well, this is what he uses for all of his abilities. This isn't really new knowledge yeah. to us. The significance of the symbol and, and that specifically, I'm not sure. I think it's just a design that we can put on top of the you know, stuff we've already seen, the speculation and, and the guesswork. Yeah, I'm definitely hoping we'll see, like, even with this delay, E3 season, even if there's not an E3, E3 season is still the perfect time to do a big blowout on this game, like they did mm -hmm. before Breath of the Wild 1 came out in March. So I think we're going to find out a lot more this year either way, and that's something I'm definitely looking forward to. And expect to hear us cover that on the channel, of course. We already did a uh, discussion on the first Breath of the Wild trailer, so check that out if you haven't, but I'm sure we'll have many more thoughts on whatever's to come. But, quiet month, that is pretty much all that news we've got, so let's move on to our next segment of the podcast, our final segment, Games Time Baby, where we talk about whatever games we've been playing throughout the month. And Kai, do you want to get us started? What have you been playing? Okay, I'm going to delve into uh, one that I've... I'm going to refer to it as like a backup choice for this segment, because uh, uh -huh. I've been playing this for quite some time. I'm going to talk about some Rocket League. Um, so this is a game I, I've been playing for a very long time. Uh, I started playing it back when it released for the very first time. Um, but then since around summer last year-ish, sort of like late summer, uh, I got back into playing it again after not for like a year or two. Um, and I'm just, I don't know, I just want to say, like, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I've still been playing it sort of a couple times a week now. Um, mm. the, the particular thing that drew me into the game again is they have what's called a tournament mode, where every two hours you can sign up to a tournament, and it just puts you in a bracket with 32 teams. Um, you know, if you're not in a team, it just automatically gives you one. And then you just mm. see if you can win. Uh, the the further you get, the more points you get, which you can then like cash in for cosmetics. Um, and just I don't know. I think that's the thing that I've been looking forward to most when I've been playing it. You know, I've sort of been 
scheduling when I'm going to play it around these tournament times, and uh, it's been a really nice touch that the game didn't used to have, because I kind of mm. get sick of playing ranked from time to time, so <laughs> it's nice to have like less pressure in, in the game, while also still it being competitive, you know? Yeah, what do you, what do you play on Out of Curiosity? What console is your go-to? Um, when I first played it, I used to always play on the PS4. Um, mm. That's the one where I've I've spent about like thirty quid's worth on uh, cosmetics back, back in the right. day. Um, but then when I started playing it again in the summer, I was flip flopping between the PS4 version and the Switch version. And what I came to realise within a couple of weeks is that I don't know if it's because of like the way I'm you know, the, the, the way I'm sitting or the controller, maybe the controller, but I play way, way better on the Switch than I do the PS4, which is interesting. weird, because normally people would say, oh, it's the other way around. There's been, there's so much in the community about people saying, like, the Switch is, like, the worst version to play on, it's just, like, lower performance, you'll play worse. Mm. But for those who, like, play the game know, and even if not, you'll get a rough idea, but, like, Playing on the PlayStation, I was like a Platinum 1 or 2. I've been playing yeah. on the Switch and I was immediately like a Diamond 2. I'm now <laughs> like a Diamond 3. Uh, which is a huge, huge difference just by mm. playing on a different console. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I really enjoy playing the game. It's a really good one because there's... One thing is that there's no luck involved, really. Everything in the game is pure physics. Um, yeah, the physics engine, which feels really good as well. Like it, it just it flows really perfectly. Um, it allows for all these different like texts and stuff, like all these crazy names and that you probably haven't heard of since like Smash Melee was a competitive thing. <laughs> um, it's there's a lot going on, uh, and although I don't keep up with it as much as maybe I used to, uh, I've really enjoyed just like going back to the game and having a bit of a laugh with it. So. <clears throat> Considering it's even free now, like even better, you know, I'd encourage people to at least give it a try, even if it's not for everyone. It is a bit of fun for like five minutes, regardless. Yeah, I, I definitely I tried it out on the Switch um, when it when it sort of came out on the Switch, and it, I haven't. I think I uninstalled it just because there are a lot of updates that take up a lot of space on your Switch, so there you've, are, you've yeah. got to get an SD card there. But um, mm. it still it was a lot of fun, even as someone who's not very good at it. And I always enjoy whenever, like, our friend Tom Beemore Duck brings it up on his stream or something. It's always a fun game to just sit and watch people, like yourself, Kai, do some crazy shit. Where I'm like, how on <laughs> earth did you rock it off the ceiling and get it in the, in the net from there? I have no clue, but it's impressive. And it is true what you say about sometimes you just find a control scheme that just somehow makes you better. I always find, like, with Mario Maker, I do so much better when I'm in handheld for some reason than I am right. using the console. Which is weird because usually a pro controller is a much better controller, but mm. sometimes you just find those games where certain layout works for you, and it's always nice when you manage to pull something off with it. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, it's just, you know, overall, it's not something I've been playing particularly intensely recently. It's just mm. I have been consistently playing it every week and, and just, just enjoying it. Like, it's just, again, good, good game, good fun. Speaking of good games, in fact... Uh, some may say, great games. I have finally, I can finally talk about it. I have finished playing The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. It took me three months, finished it, and holy shit, it's great. It is so, so good. I mean, 
I came off beaten because, of course, it's a compilation of two games brought together, although they really tell one big story. And I came off the first game, which I know you've beaten, Kai, where mm. thinking, you know, this is great. I'm really loving this. I'm ready to go on to the next one. After finishing the second one and seeing the whole package come together, this is honestly one of my favourite games I've ever played. It is Mental. up the, it is up there with like Xenoblade and Breath of the Wild. You know, this this is a year where Xenoblade Three is releasing and Breath of the Wild Two isn't anymore, but it was going to be. And I still think both of those would have to work damn hard to challenge Great Ace Attorney for my favourite game I played this year. I think they might manage it, but the fact it would even be close is a testament to how great I keep saying that, but you know it's fitting how great a game this is. Yep. It's it's really good. I mean, I mean the gameplay, of course, is fantastic. You know, working out the things, being big brain or not big brain in some cases. You know how it is, guy. It varies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, ultimately, of course, it's a visual novel. The key of it is in the presentation, and you've got things like the dialogue, which is so perfectly written for each character. Even like different accents in the UK having different dialects written out is all very well done. Of course, you got the over-the-top exaggerated character designs and their weird poses they do, which again, to go to your streams, Kai, I love how you've just got these gifts of all the characters laid out at the bottom. It's uh... Yeah, the only reason I've got them there is because the animations are so funny. Exactly, there's just so many moments where it's just either some, maybe Susato will do one and it's adorable or Sherlock will do one you're like, what the heck are you doing, mate? But it's they're all great and they, they all sort of bring these characters to life perfectly in a sense that you know, it, they don't need the voice acting. Of course, there's some small bits that are, but mm. it doesn't feel empty without it because they bring so much to life with just the dialogue and the characters themselves. Yeah. Not to mention the music, which, hot damn. Mm. I mean, you've got some gems, you know, like Summation Examination and just Ryanusuke's main theme, Kazuma's theme. They're all fantastic. It is, it is non-stop bangers throughout the entire game. And I think what really brings it together is the way that all these things complement each other and the gameplay, from the little gameplay there is. So when you finally present the right piece of evidence, you know, it's all brought together because your theme tune starts playing in the moment that you do. And then the characters do their, like, stunned animations and all these different aspects come together. Again, it's the presentation which really just completely makes you immersed in this game and it's fantastic. And of course, there's the whole bigger story, and I'm not going to go into any spoilers here, of course, because Kai, you're still making your way through it. I, I think <laughs> when you're done, I think it might be worth doing, I've mentioned before, a spoiler discussion on this game, because there's so much stuff to unpack that I'd like to go we into the specifics. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to go into, and and you've, it, it's just crazy the way things come together perfectly. Every, like, every case is relevant. Right, almost like right mm-hmm. up to the very end you're learning new things about early cases and information and the way that you see everything comes together I was just that final case you are basically enthralled the entire time I think I just played for like five hours straight and just binged the end of the game because I couldn't put it down at that point there was no stopping me it is just the perfect introduction and I kind of feel like maybe I should have started with another great Ace Attorney game I mean another Ace Attorney game because You've I hit don't the think peak it... already. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think I probably hit the peak. But the thing is, if the other games are even just a small fraction of how much I enjoyed this game, I'm still in for a great time because, man, it's like I love the setting as well, how it's immersed in this like actual real history, funnily enough, between Britain and Japan 
things like mm -hmm. the Great Exhibition. That was a real event, you know. It's also stooped in Sherlock Holmes history, or Herlock Holmes in this case, because I think I'm just gonna be calling him that from now on. Now that's <laughs> Sherlock Holmes is dead to me. True. It really is just full of that great level of charm. The setting is great. The characters are great. I could be here a while talking about this, but <laughs> if you are at all curious, go play this game. I think it's the perfect introduction to this kind of series and this kind of game. Because it's probably the most perfected and polished the gameplay is going to be. And it is just a non-stop great time. Yeah. It, and when you get to the second game, the cases just keep getting better, as people have said. It's 100% true, so... Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy just like how good the game is. Like, I mean, Ace Attorney's already got a pretty good rep, mm. but like somehow this just still manages to take the cake. I don't know how it manages, but it does. Um, of course, I'm still only, I've only just finished case two at the time of recording mm. um, on, this, on Resolve, uh, and I'm looking forward to playing the rest of the game. <laughs> So, oh, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing your reactions to many, many moments. <laughs> there's there's going to be a lot, I'm sure. So uh, I'm really looking forward to the last three cases where, again, as you say, all I'm hearing is it's going to get better. So yeah. And it's already really good as is. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. It's it's fantastic. Like my own, The only criticism you can really throw at this game, I think, is just sometimes, you know, I will say that whenever you make a mistake in a case, and maybe this is just me coping... But I feel like 90% of the mistakes I make are partly the game's fault. Just because the nature of the game, sometimes you'll come up with a theory which isn't, which is a valid theory, it's just not the one the game wanted. Or you'll, yeah. you'll get the right idea, but you're ahead of the game, and you I push something you're a bit on, too on early. That one. It happens you're a like, lot. This is a valid reason, why is it not yeah. allowed? <laughs> and to be fair, I mean, there's, there's only so much things they can program into the game. They can't account for every theory, so it's going to happen in a game like this. You know, it's, and it's the amount of times that you actually figure it out perfectly is still bloody impressive. So all in all, it's not like it's a poorly designed game or anything. And yeah. when you make these mistakes, if you really want to, just save and reload. It's fine. You can counteract the bullshit. It's not a problem. It's exactly. nice and simple. It's not like it makes the game unplayable. It's, you know, very far yeah. from it. Um, exactly. I guess so the only you... other thing is I am sort of... And maybe it's just because I'm reading it all out on stream myself, but I am sort of half wishing that they did have... Uh, voice acting because I do actually really like yeah. the parts where they have the voice acting. It would have been nice if that was through the whole game because then my yeah. vocal cords wouldn't be dead. Uh, but you know, it's just like a that's a nitpick thing. I do wish there was at least a little more. And one thing is you might have noticed is that like the first game has these really nice animated cutscenes, but they only play a very few times and they're not even in the second game. So I kind of miss those. I wish there was sort of more of that. Or just just make an anime of Great Ace Attorney. Honestly, I'd watch it. But <laughs> yeah. I know they did that for the Ace Attorney trilogy, or some of the original Ace Attorney at least. But it's it's really a great time, and you can get it pretty. It goes on sale pretty regularly. It's on PlayStation. It's on Switch. It's probably on Xbox or something. I'd imagine. Get this game. <laughs> it's <laughs> it is great. So <laughs> yeah, agreed. But uh, have we got anything else? Anything else you want to mention, Kai? Any other games you're playing you want to talk about or are you going to save it for next month? Uh, I'm going to hold it there for now. Uh, I will say I've been playing through Triangle Strategy like we mentioned before starting recording. Mm. Uh, but I'm still... I haven't, I've played through the game once already but I haven't got the whole story yet. So uh, I'll hold <laughs> off talking about that until I've completed it fully. 
I'm sure it can be a while. I, I wish you luck in your endeavours, Kai. <laughs> Thank you. But that does bring us to the end of the video. A nice short one for once makes a change. So thank mm -hmm. you so much everyone for watching and please stay tuned to Bunch of Jokers for more content in the upcoming months. Our regular podcasts, our reactions to any Nintendo Directs and different videos and gameplay series. We've got Mario Party coming up eventually, hopefully. And it should all be good fun. Gotta give a big thanks to Kai for once again being my co-host. Where can they find you at, Kai? Twitch.tv forward slash Feskorine, you know. Um, but I'm playing through Great Ace Attorney uh, with breaks in between each chapter, but let's just say the game is long. <laughs> we'll be for here a while. while. <laughs> yeah, we'll be there for a while. That's very true. It's all good stuff, though. <laughs> Come check it out. It's a lot of fun to watch. Mm -hmm. And there'll be links in the description below, of course, for that. And, of course, a huge thank you again to Sam, our graphic designer, who does lots of work on the thumbnails and the logo and all the channel graphics you see in these videos. So thank you once again, Sam. And there, that brings us to the end. So thank you for watching. We'll see you in the next video here on YouTube, Spotify, wherever, under the name Bunch of Jokers. Check us out. We'll see you guys then. Goodbye. Bye.